Turning now to exclusive new CNN reporting about highly classified intelligence that went missing at the end of the Trump administration. CNN has learned that the intelligence relates to Russian election interference, information that was deemed so sensitive it could only be accessed at the CIA, and the people working with the intel had to keep their notes locked in a safe at CIA headquarters. Yet in the final weeks of the Trump administration, a, a binder of this intel was brought to the White House at the request of the president as part of an effort to declassify documents. And in the final chaotic hours of his presidency, it went missing. Bradley Moss is a national security attorney, but let's begin with CNN's Evan Perez, who's part of the team that broke this story. Evan, walk us through what you've learned. Well, Boris, you know, we know that this binder was brought to the White House and it contained raw intelligence that the U.S. and its NATO allies collected on Russia's efforts to meddle in the 2016 election, including sources and methods, some of the most sensitive uh, information in the intelligence world. What we're talking about here is the underlying intelligence that formed the basis for the U.S. government's assessment that Vladimir Putin sought to help Trump win the 2016 election. Uh, the, the disappearance of this binder was so alarming to intelligence officials that they briefed the Senate Intelligence Committee leadership about the situation last year. Now, we're told by one U.S. official uh, that this was not among the classified items that were found in last year's search of Mar-a-Lago. Uh, more than two years later, it does appear that this binder is still missing. All right, so how did this intelligence end up at the White House? Well, you know, so Trump was, was spent years trying to declassify material that he said would prove his claims that the Russian investigation was a hoax. Now, this is intelligence that was part of a massive collection of documents uh, that Trump ordered brought to the White House. There was a frantic scramble in the final days of the administration to redact documents so they could be declassified and, and released publicly. Now, in his last full day as president, Trump did issue a declassification order for some of the materials, and the FBI has since published at least some of it on its website. So are there any clues about where this missing intelligence is? <laughs> well, we don't know what exactly happened to the binder that went missing. There is one theory that emerged from the testimony of, of Cassidy Hutchinson. Uh, that's the former aide of, uh, of chief, former chief of staff Mark Meadows. She told the January 6th committee that she was, quote, almost positive it went home with Mr. Meadows. She said it had been kept in a safe in Meadows' office when it was not being worked on. And Hutchinson also wrote about this classified intelligence in her new book, claiming that on January 19th, the final night of the Trump presidency, that she saw Meadows leave the White House with an unredacted binder tucked under his arm. Now, Mark Meadows' attorney uh, strongly denies this. He said in a statement to us that Mr. Meadows was keenly aware of and heard to uh, requirements for the proper handling of classified material. Any such material that he handled or was in possession of uh, has been treated accordingly. And any suggestion that he is responsible for any missing binder or other classified information is flat wrong. So look, you know, at this point, uh, this is a mystery about this binder. It still remains a mystery. Certainly does. Uh, <laughs> wow. What fascinating reporting that I know you and the team, it took a long time a to pull long, this all yeah. together, and the mystery continues, doesn't it? All right, right. thank you so much, Evan. All right, uh, right up, I'm going to go to Bradley now, Bradley Moss. Right up until the end, there's a mad dash to get details from this binder release. Bradley, why would Donald Trump want this out there so badly, even as he's landing in Mar-a-Lago and Joe Biden is getting inaugurated? 
Yeah, well, Evan sort of teed it up there. We've heard all this reporting. It came out about those final days and the final hours of the Trump administration. They were planning to filter out these detailed uh, aspects that were de being declassified from Crossfire Hurricane, from the Russia investigation to various friendly reporters and media outlets who would then push all these stories in the weeks and months after Biden took over in which it would try to reframe the narrative about what had happened in 2016, try to prove Trump's point that the whole original investigation was a joke, that it was a hoax, uh, that there was no re you know, uh, legitimacy to it. This was part of his ongoing media campaign, but because they kept waiting to the last minute because it was literally, as everyone was saying, the last full day that he was putting out this declassification order, but then directing the attorney general to implement it. There was no time for this to be put into effect. The political appointees were gone. Civil servants were preparing for the turnover the very next day with Biden becoming president, and it never happened. And so those documents and that information within it remains currently and properly classified. So, Bradley, as Evan pointed out, the binder didn't come up while federal authorities searched Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. There's no reference to it in, in the classified documents indictment, but Trump's lawyers are now asking for some of this classified intelligence apparently to help them defend him against the election subversion charges. Help us make sense of that. Yeah, well, that's been part of his political slash legal argument in that D.C. case, which right now, of course, is on hold pending the immunity appeal, which is that he's going to prove his intent wasn't corrupt. He's going to prove that dating back to 2016, there was evidence of all this foreign uh, ex uh, expo you know, exploitation of our elections, that he was more within his rights, his authority and the proper mindset and intent to push what he did in 2020. So that's part of the reason they've been, no doubt, going after this information, try to, try to push this argument at trial if it gets there. But part of the more interesting thing is, and Evan you know, mentioned this as well, we have that testimony from Cassidy Hutchinson saying that Mark Meadows walked off with it. Mark Meadows' lawyer gave this like non-denial denial statement, not really saying they don't have it, it's just saying we didn't mishandle anything. So it's entirely possible it's there. Who knows where it is? The fact that this stuff was sitting around the White House, this sensitive raw intel was sitting around is ridiculous. It never should have happened like that. And notably, despite Trump's declassification order, several efforts to redact it and now multiple lawsuits, the Justice Department still has not released all the documents. What's at risk if they do, in your view? In terms of the criminal trial, you're, you're asking? Yeah, if, if, if everything's out there, the declassification order that Trump, uh, you know, says he did. Sure. So the reason that this has not been put out there and the reason that even if it gets disclosed to Trump in the criminal trial, it will be done in a classified manner. There'll be limits on the uh, published versions of it to the extent the public can see it is because it implicates some of our most sensitive intelligence collection methods, whether it's signals, intelligence, communication, intelligence, human intelligence, spies, you know, what you think of in the movies. It's not even necessarily half the time the sensitivity of the data or the information. It's the sensitivity of how we collected it. And you don't want a foreign adversary like Russia or really anybody to know what we're able to do. You're happy to let them speculate. You don't tell your opponents how you're collecting information unless you think they need to know. And this is not one of those situations. Really a, a fascinating story. The mystery really? of the missing yes. binder. Uh, Bradley Moss, <laughs> thanks so much for the expertise. Appreciate it. Joining me now to discuss this further, former director of communications for U.S. national intelligence, Sean Turner, and CNN national security analyst, Peter Bergen. Thank you, gentlemen, for being here. Sean, I'm going to start with you first. 
I guess first and foremost, how could something like this that was so secret, that was inside of the CIA, go missing and still be missing these many years later? Yes, yeah, Sarah, you know, that's the million dollar question. I, I've got to tell you, it's, it's really unfortunate that we are once again talking about highly classified secret documents being, uh, you know, being lost out there. But there is something additional to this particular uh, reporting. These are not just any documents. <clears throat> We're talking about raw intelligence in this binder. That means that this is information, this is intelligence information that has not been uh, analyzed. It has not been processed. It has not been looked at so that the viewer of this intelligence knows what they're seeing. And that's what really concerns me here because when we talk about redacting raw intelligence, you can re redact so selectively so that that intelligence says or gives an impression uh, that you want it to give. And so I'm really concerned about the effort to get this information and to redact this information, to release it, because it is not the kind of information that has been looked at by analysts, been processed, so that we all understand what it's actually telling us. And apparently, according to our reporting from Katie Bo Lillis, a bunch of aides were looking at this as well. All right, sources told CNN, uh, Peter, that the binder contained, as you heard from Sean Turner, raw intelligence the U.S. and its NATO allies collected on Russians and Russian agents, including sources and methods that informed the U.S. government's assessment that Russian President Vladimir Putin sought to help Trump win the 2016 election. Can you give us a sense, what is raw intelligence and what kind of damage could documents like these do in the hands of an enemy to the United States? As Sean said, raw intelligence could be you know, a lot of different things. But um, what, what I'm interested in here, Sarah, is you know, 12 uh, military intelligence officers from the GRU, the Russian Military Intelligence Service, were indicted in 2018 for their role in inter interfering in the 2016 election. Um, and, you know, if based on what CNN is reporting, clearly uh, the intelligence community in the United States came to the assessment uh, that Russians had interfered with the 2016 election, principally by getting into the D Democratic National Committee's uh, email system, the Clinton campaign system, uh, in an effort to damage Hillary Clinton's uh, campaign. The Trump administration and Trump himself clearly felt that uh, some information that had been collected might actually uh, be helpful to his cause and sort of undermine the idea that Putin was trying to damage Clinton. The indictment, which is, upon, which is public record, is very clear uh, that 12 US, uh, Russian uh, military intelligence officers did interfere in the election. And my assumption is much of the information in this missing binder is related to this indictment, uh, which is a public record uh, and relates to the GRU, the Russian military intelligence.